Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of your favorite show ever, Derek and Eric Show. Coming we're at you. Back. Recorded. Not live. No, not live. You always say we're live, but we're not. I always live. say we're live, but we're we haven't been live in what two years, three years? Uh since uh yeah, since we were back at school, which was seems no, it was after that because COVID hit and shut everything down. And we I was like, I ain't going to that nasty ass closet of a room that they had us in. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was never cleaned. I mean, it had window. No, because they, they put us, they moved it to an office, remember? Yeah. And it did have windows. And then after that, it was like, yep, yeah, no. Anywho, welcome back to Derek and Eric reminisce about the good old days. Yep. Oh, real quick. I forgot to do this last week. Gotta give a shout out to uh, one of our loyal listeners, Jeff Chapman, who lives in Iowa. I've been told he listens to our show every week, and when we are on our three-week hiatus, he was asking where the hell we were at. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening, because what else you got to do in Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> Stare at some corn and listen to Derek and Eric's show on repeat. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a lot going on today. I really want corn now. Oh, corn on the oh, corn on the cob with some melted butter. That's hey, it's welcome back to Derek and Eric's food service rundown. Real, well, real quick, it's actually not too. That's one thing I'm glad that hasn't gone up in price is corn. So hey, man, because if you want you can some, go to any state in the Midwest and get an ear of corn. So if you want to get some corn, go get some now. It's not bad. Anyways, back on topic. What we're going to be talking about today is corn prices, followed by beef. Is it too expensive? Followed by what's your favorite pizza topping? No, I'm just kidding. Pineapple. Oh, Leslie. Oh, dude, pineapple's my favorite. And if you all don't like pineapple, you're dumb. You don't know flavoring. Me and and Jasmine will eat pineapple and Canadian bacon all day, man. It's it's good stuff. All day. All right. Now I want Hawaiian pizza. We're off topic. We need to get back on. I don't want to talk sports. I want to talk food. Anywho, we're going to start things off with some NFL news. Roster cuts were this week. Who, any surprise cuts, if there were any? Trey Sermon. Uh, Russell Wilson signs a big old fat contract. Seriously. Undeserving Jimmy Garoppolo. Your boy. Derek Henry also got a raise, and we'll talk about some other NFL news. We're going to do a new segment called Colorado Teams Update. It's going to be a quick blurb. I'll run through what happened this week with Colorado teams. Spoiler alert, the Rockies still suck. Spoiler alert, the Rockies do still suck. They are atrocious. Um, Yeah, let's just 17 and a half games out of the wild card spot is not pretty. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them and just bash. For the uh, CO team updates, it's going to be one Rockies and mainly college football because that's really all that's going on. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at college football. we got some big games going on. Uh, not very good matchups, but some good games. There was, mm-hmm. there was one game. Was it South Carolina or North Carolina and Appalachian State? Yeah, what a comeback. 361 was the in, final. In overtime. Yeah, what a game. I saw those highlights. What a game that was. Um, we'll, so we'll dive into that a little bit. And then we will do some stats of the week and finish things up with our NFL season preview finale. We yeah. gave you week by week. 
or team by team what we were going to do division by division now we're just going to give you our full fledged standings so who's going to who we think is going to be in the postseason seven teams think? in yep seven teams we think from each conference will make it in our super bowl preview already look at that also with college football i forgot to put this in the rundown Derek. 12 mm-hmm. team playoff sooner than expected yeah, I believe they said 2024. 2024. They're cutting oh. their contracts with their current uh, TV contracts. And so in two years, two years. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of dive into that. That's what true. I think. forgot about that. That happened. What is that? That was Wednesday, Thursday, I believe that happened. Yeah. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. No, but, it might have been Friday. But that was big news when that huge. came out. I did a double take and looked at it and I was like, wow. I think it's great. Anywho, we'll dive into that in a little bit. But NFL news. Derek, roster cuts happened this week in the NFL. Teams had to get two 53-man rosters. Any surprising cuts? I mentioned one that actually just happened recently was Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon 49ers. 49ers was, uh, yeah, pretty surprising. I did not uh, see that happening. Um, Eagles claimed him off of waivers, by the way. I think it has to do with the 49ers are a West Coast zone running scheme. Mm-hmm. And Trey Sermon is a straight-up power back. He, yeah. He kind of reminds me of a slower Todd Gurley and can mm-hmm. catch the ball as well. That's, uh, his, that's his build. How about Kenyon Drake getting cut by the Raiders, even though they just signed him to a two-year like yeah. $16 million deal last no, year. No, the one with the Raiders that surprised me was not surprised me, but it's just a joke was Alex Leatherwood. Oh, what a terrible pick by John Gruden and Mike Mayock. They, yeah, they drafted first round pick last year and he's already gone. Just terrible pick. He, he got picked up by somebody. Who was it? Uh, the Bears. The Bears. So a team yeah. that needs offensive line picked up the worst one they could. But how about Sony Michelle getting cut and the Chargers that one doesn't signed surpri- him? The Chargers. That was a big pickup for the Chargers. I that one doesn't surprise me. The mm-hmm. Dolphins had like fifteen running backs. <laughs> they had a lot of good running backs. So Eagles trading Jalen Rager. How about that to Minnesota? So he's I, he's getting a new scene. Rager was a. Awful pick. And another one I brought up to you. How about Marlon Mack getting cut by the Texans? That was pretty surprising to me. Pierce is going to be Houston's running back. And Mm -hmm. he's a rookie. He's young. They've got, oh, who's who's the white dude? Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, former Patriot. Mm -hmm. So they got him backing him up. I I think it's a good move for them, but I'm surprised because Marlon Mack, I thought he was going to be the bee's knees a few years ago. but And how about that? Vikings Vikings gave up on Kellen Mott and cut him, and the Browns picked him up. How about that, too? Well, first of all, bleep the Browns. Yeah. Second of all, yes. Um, I don't get what was picking him in the first pot. Oh, this, how about this trade? LaVisca Chenault to the Panthers. That's that's a big one, too. I think I think, that was I think that's a damn good move for the Panthers. Takes a lot of pressure off of DJ Moore now, and now you got to deal with LaVisca Chenault. So I think that's huge for their offense. I don't think yeah. it's going to be much in the win column for like to total wins for the Panthers, who I don't have with the great record, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to make their offense more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, 
Josh Gordon got cut. That doesn't surprise me. I can't believe he got that many chances. He's on the practice squad now, though. Uh, oh, God, what team is that? Somebody just picked him up. Josh Gordon? Uh, Titans. He's on the Titans practice squad now, yeah. That makes sense. They kind of need him. How about so, um, Byron Jones for Miami and Tredavious White starting on the pup list this year? Well, they're hurt. I mean, it's going to be huge for Buffalo, especially because their starting schedule sucks. It is not good. It is brutal. And I guess here in Denver, they Josh Johnson, they cut him, but yeah, they're back. signing him to the practice squad. Yeah, but Brett Brett Rippin is the the backup for younger Russell. I guess Maybe Russell younger. never gets hurt, so I think it's I think it's fine. Yeah. Speaking of Russell. First name Russell, last name Wilson, middle name Paid. Speaking of him. So Russell Wilson signs a five-year, $245 million contract extension to stay here in Denver till he is the ripe old age of 41. So he's $49 million a year he's getting with this deal. Now, Derek. Mm. Being the resident Broncos fan of the Derek and Eric show, yes, weekdays, or weekdays yes, weekly on Spotify, SoundCloud, <laughs> Apple Music, yes, um, <laughs> tune in. <laughs> Initial thoughts of the Russell Wilson. I mean, they got, Derek quarter- they got a quarterback locked up at least, they don't have to worry about it for a while, but I mean. The guy hasn't even played a single down yet for him, and he gave him all this money. That's my only concern is I hope they don't have buyer's remorse Um, because, oh, man. Like, I don't expect him to be bad, but, man, just what if he does just go out and he just is really sluggish and and whatnot? And people are going to be like, hey, George, what what are you doing? But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess he has proven it. With his numbers, he's won a Super Bowl, but he's coming into a new team, new system, new, you know, players he's got to build chemistry with. And I just I just think maybe if he would have played in the preseason, he could have gotten a glimpse of him, maybe been like, okay, there's flashes of, you know, it's just Russell being himself. But you didn't even get to see any of that because he didn't play at all. So, yeah, I mean, that's my only thing is that he I haven't seen him play yet, and I would have liked to seen him play first before you gave him all this money up front. That's Here's, the only hesitation. Sure. I have. And I actually agree with you. Signing a 33-year-old quarterback to a deal where until he's 41 mm-hmm. is sketchy, to say the least. A little bit. Here's why they signed him. Since 2012, here at Russell Wilson's touchdowns and interceptions. 2012, 26 to 10, 2013, 26 to 9, 2014, bit of a dip, 20 to 7, but they also had, that was when beast mode was going beast mode. Mm -hmm. 2015, 34 and 8. Wow. 2016, 21 and 11, not as good. 2017, 34 and 11. 2018, 35 and 7. Wow. 2019, 31 and 5. Mm. 2020, 40 and 13. Wow. 
And then last year in 14 games, 25 and six. So it's safe to say he's, he, uh, he doesn't turn the ball over that much. Now three to one, this. three to one touchdown in a shapes and ratio. That's pretty good. Now get this the year he threw 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. His passing attempts went from 516 on average around just shy of 500 to 558. Wow. And then he only had 400 attempts last year, but the Seahawks were just just straight. Trash. But I mean, when when Marshawn Lynch left and they were dealing with, you know, Thomas Rawls getting injured, Chris Carson injured, they were really relying on him a lot to sling the ball around and he didn't really have a running game. Not to mention, he was running for his life because his offensive line was not that good at all. His offensive no. line was abysmal. It was oh, but it was atrocious. It was atrocious. But that's a lot of money to give a 33 year old guy. I think it's. Oh, I mean, it may work out in the beginning because who's to say that when. Is Lamar Jackson going to get more money than this? Maybe that's why they wanted to sign this now before the market really blows up and gets any um, Yeah, the Ravens are kind of just shooting themselves in the foot, aren't they? Yeah, because if, if Lamar goes out and just absolutely just tears it up, which he no. could, they're in trouble. Here's the thing that concerns me with Russell Wilson. Rushing. on mm-hmm. his For his career – he started out averaging a hundred, then it kind of dipped and went down to like, it was 72, 95, 67, 75, 83. He only ran the ball 43 times last year for 183 yards when he was getting close to 500 every year. That's wow. the one that concerns me a little bit. Cause his part of Russell's game. Scramble. Is the, the, the scrambling and the threat of him taking off. Mm-hmm. Can he consistently do that? He might have to change his game. Who knows? Uh, he might be running a lot in this division, the way these defenses or the Raiders and Chargers, the way the Raiders and Chargers stacked up with edge rushers. I mean, he could be running now a lot. Good. Yeah, <laughs> he probably will be. But, I mean, he, he got paid. And if – all I got to say is if he brings the Super Bowl here, hey, no one's going to care about that contract anymore. Yeah, no that's that's all I gotta say is if he brings a title here, no one's gonna care. I, I was I was just and that was gonna be my next point. The way that this contract is successful is if he gets you a Super Bowl mm-hmm. in those seven years. And if he does, like great, you, you did what George Payton did. What he he did, that's what he wants to. That's what he wants to do, and he's gonna, and he could do it. I mean that. We'll see. The team's talented enough that they, they could do it, maybe. They could. We'll see, though. All right, let's move on from a good quarterback to a crap quarterback <laughs> in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, about that. Jimmy Garoppolo gets, he, instead of getting traded, gets the most expensive deal for a backup quarterback in the NFL to stay with the Niners as the backup. I couldn't find the numbers. Do you, do you know what the numbers were for it, Derek? I did not see the numbers, but... I know his cap hit for this year, if they would have kept him at it, Eric, was $26.2 million. So that's why they had to rework his deal. Because uh, it, he's making $7 million this next year. That's that's a lot. It's a lot for a guy to just sit on the bench. I'm going to look up backup QB numbers, but is this a good move? 
No. I mean, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a good backup, but that's that's seven million dollars basically the Niners are flushing down the toilet. Because honestly, if Trey Lance struggles, are you gonna pull him? No, you can't. You gotta no. leave the kid in there and you gotta let him learn and you gotta let him play. So I mean, I think Garoppolo's only chance of coming in is if Lance gets hurt, but that's only if he gets hurt. Because if he doesn't, you just let you just leave the kid in there and let him play. Exactly. Now I'm looking up backup QB numbers. Some of these people, it's a crime that they're making this amount of money. Um, so, Jimmy, so the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL right now, Derek, can you guess? I gave you a hint. What, what Taysom I went, Hill. Taysom Hill, who is a tight end this year, by the way. Yeah. $12.159 million because – Sean Payton, as I've said multiple times on this show, has a for Taysom Hill for some reason. Oh, he's got something for him. Unbelievable. $12 um, million. Dollars. Oh, ooh, I've got the – oh, my God, this is going to be fun. We're going to play a game here in a second, Derek. But so then the second <laughs> highest paid backup, or we're gonna the now the highest paid backup because Taysom Hill's not a QB. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo at seven million dollars. Mm. Can you guess number two? Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles? Teddy Bridgewater, six and a half. All two gloves down in Miami, huh? Teddy two gloves with the Dolphins. That's a lot. Number of money. three, Nick Foles. Tyrod Taylor with the Giants, five and a half. Makes sense. That one I think is worth it. Yeah, because more than likely he's probably coming in and playing because either, A, Jones gets hurt or he just lays an egg like he might do and turn the ball over. Number four might surprise you. Mason Rudolph. Wow. He's making $5.08 million. And he's Why? Still, and he's, is he still on the roster? Did they cut him? No, he's still there. So what They're, are they doing with Pickett? They're going got- in with three quarterbacks? So you're basically paying Mason Rudolph to be inactive the whole year for $5 million? It doesn't say what's going to happen, but he's the backup right now. Um, so Kenny Pickett's going to be inactive then and be the third string, I'm guessing. Maybe to start, I guess. But uh, number wow. five is Jacoby Brissett at $4.65 million. Yeah, well, he's going to be earning that playing in these first 11 weeks. No kidding. <laughs> um Colt McCoy is sixth. It's 3.75. That's not bad. Yeah. Joe Flacco is seventh at three and a half million for New York. Uh, Colt McCoy is with the Cardinals, by the way. Wacko's still out there, huh? Making his money. Case Keenum is eighth with three and a half million. How did he get three and a half million? Keesum, huh? With the Bills. My God. Josh Um, Allen's backup. He'll never see the field. Chad Henney is behind him at 3.265. With the Chiefs. Yeah. And with the Chiefs at number 10 is Taylor Heineke with the Washington Commanders at 3.125. Wow. Taysom right, Hill is just disgusting. Yes. Derek, we're going to play. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's just dumb. Highest paid backups from – oh, I can go all the way back to 2017. Wow. I'm not going to, but no. 2021, top five highest paid QBs. Backups, Go. Uh, Nick Foles had to be one of them. 
Nope. No. Gardner Minshew? Nope. Oh, God. Chad Henney? Nope. I'll give you one Taysom Hill. No. Taysom. Uh, Red Rifle. I guess, yeah, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, 10 million last year. That's sick. With the Bears. Well, he was paid to be the starter at first. And then Justin Fields took over. Well, I don't know why they just didn't have him start from the get-go. Case know, Keenum this... was third was third with six million. With the Browns, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, Derek. Highest paid. We'll just do the top one. Highest paid backup in 2020. 2020? I'm not sure. Alex Smith, 16 million. Makes sense. Yeah. That's what All right, Derek. Highest paid QB, backup QB of 2019. This one's kind of unfair because he only played, he was in and out of the lineup. It was his last NFL season ever. 2019? In 2019, he's a very, in a very, very strong football family. Manning? Which one? Eli. Eli Manning. 17 yeah, million is the backup in 2019. Wow. All right, 2018. You've mentioned him. I don't uh, You keep mentioning him. Nick Foles. Correct. $9 million. Wow. And 2017. He is now a starter. He backed up for one season. Trubisky. Nope. He was drafted after Trubisky. Oh, God. And this team has... Holmes. Mahomes with 10 and 10.6 because that was his rookie contract. The Bears are probably mad at that. They could have had Mahomes and they got Trubisky. Mm-hmm. So oh. Jimmy, if you need Jimmy Garoppolo to come in for a game, it's fine, I guess. But then you're gonna you're, you're gonna have a whole new game plan for Trey Lance, right? Where he's a little more mobile, you're gonna use him. Now you're mixing in Garoppolo. If you have to, you have to go back to the old offense. Yeah, that's that's. I don't like one, that. One, he sucks. Two, I hate him. And three, he sucks. Seven million dollars for a guy that's pretty much sitting on the bench if Trey Lance gets for hurt. For a guy who's thrown seventy-one touchdowns in his career. Hmm. Well, hey, he'll he's get never he'll, thrown for more than four thousand yards. He'll probably get paid a lot this offseason oh to go God. somewhere else. Anyone pays him, they deserve to lose. Anyway, we spent too much time on backups, so we're going to touch on these last two quick. Uh, the Titans had made, in the news for two reasons, Derrick Henry got a $2 million raise. Definitely he, worth it. He's, he's If he stays healthy, he's worth he it. stays healthy. He, the guy is just a – dude's a monster. There's no Speaking other way of which, it. The Tennessee Titans lose pass rusher Harold Landry to a torn mm. ACL. He's likely out for the year. That's Huge. a blow to that Titans pass rush. Huge blow. They're definitely going to be missing him. Yeah, when I saw that news, I said, hey, Titans, they might be in the market now for possibly a pass rusher. Yeah. Because um, they've got Simmons up the middle. I forget his first name. But mm-hmm. they, got, they got Simmons. I don't know who else they have as a pass rusher. I don't know either. I could pull it up real quick, but uh, injuries suck. They're going to happen. You especially, never see ACL. especially one like that. You get an edge rusher. 
I mean, you have a good ed- I mean, he had 12 and a half sacks last year. You take yeah. that away now. That's 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 a big blow to that team. That's a huge blow. Him being gone. Hey, hello. Someone wants to listen to music. I guess. <laughs> um But yeah, like I didn't think the Titans were going to win the division anyway. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's going to be the Colts spoiler alert. Um yeah. But looking at their depth chart here, if it loads, there we go. Their defensive line, Jeffrey Simmons is who I was thinking of. Yeah. T-E-A-I-R. Tart. T-E-A-I-R. What kind of a name is that? The Terry? T-E-A-I-R is his first name. Terry? T-E-A-I-R. T. Harrett, yeah, I don't know. T. No, there's no T. I don't know, Eric. Tier, Tier Tart, maybe Pop Tart. Let's just call him Pop Tart. Pop Tart. That's, that sounds <laughs> sounds racist. Um, what? They, it's a food. Uh, they you don't do like have, pop. You don't like Pop Tarts? Come on, no, man. Terrible for you. Um, they're good. No, they're not. <laughs> they they don't really have anybody. No. So they've, they've got Demarcus be... Walker, former Bronco, and Deshaun Hand, former Lion, kind of as backups, but they're backups. But they, they might be in the, the trade market or looking at the waiver wire, I think, possibly for a pass rusher. Yeah. So, all right. Let's move it on to the Colorado teams update. So, this is going to be a news segment. It's going to be a quick little fire highlight package that I'm just not, we're not going to do highlights. We might throw some highlights in every once in a while, but it's just going to be kind of what happened in Colorado this week, sports wise. As I said in the intro, mainly going to be college football, but mm-hmm. uh, we will also touch on some Rockies talk. Derek, are you ready for the brand new segment that's going to be the best all time? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just talk crap about both uh, college football teams that got trounced. Woo! All right, kicking things off, we will talk about the most disappointing one. CU gets dominated in Boulder by TCU, 38-13. They start Mm. the season 0-1. Brendan Lewis starts the game for some reason, 13 of 18 for 78 yards, and he carried the ball eight times for 42 yards. Congratulations, you're a running back. Um, JT Strout needs to be the starter. Yeah. He comes in 13 to 23, 157 yards, and puts the only touchdown on the board for CU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm gonna be totally honest, I didn't watch the game. I think he came in in the second half. Yeah, he did because that's when uh, TCU really just opened up the can and just mm-hmm. kicked the crap out of him. Was the second half. Also, I want to point this out: CU desperately misses Derek Broussard. Um, as Fontenot and Smith, their two running backs, only combined for 61 yards. Ouch. Um, so not a good start to the season. CU does play Air Force next week in Colorado Springs. Eric, we went through their schedule, and it's just – it's going to be a rough year for CU, especially when they get to playing people in their conference like Oregon, USC, oh, and everyone. Oh. It's just – it's – If you can't compete with TCU – you're not going to compete with Oregon. Who is getting raffle stumped right now, by the way? But yes. speaking of getting raffle stumped, CSU oh. goes to the big house and plays Michigan, and final score was, Derek? 51 to 7. 51 to 7. 
CSU um, got a consolation touchdown in the fourth quarter when the game was well out of reach. Woo! 44 um, to nothing it was until CU put a touchdown. <laughs> there you go. That explains their game right there. Um, so CSU, just quick stuff. I mean, what did you expect? That, that's really the takeaway. But University, uh, CSU, you, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off, but the university that – all they cared about is the money and the TV time they got for today's game, which is totally fine. And I get it. Yeah. Um, the quarterback Millen passes for 137 yards <clears throat> and the team also rushes for 137 yards. Mm. So nope, that was receiving. I apologize. They rushed for 82 yards and Michigan. Meanwhile, threw for <laughs> 206 yards and ran for 234. Yeah, and they had a scoop and score fumble return for 45 yards. Yes. Michigan, 10 points in the first, 13 in the second, 14 in the third, 14 in the fourth. Ouch. So, uh, rough start to see you. I mean, they got a touchdown. That's all you really want from them. They, But next week, they host Middle Tennessee and look to bounce back from there. Third, foot, third and final football team to play in Colorado today was the, U- the Air Force Falcons, they dominate the Academy. Or no, I'm sorry. They dominate University of Northern Iowa. Yeah, they kicked it. 48-17. They kicked that ass. The Falcons ran for 579 rushing yards today. They relied on the big play. Let's get this. The quarterback, Daniels, he threw the ball. Hang on, it's loading. Six times. Went three for six. 109 yards and a touchdown, had an 80-yard touchdown pass. Mm. He also ran for 170, 107 yards. Mm. Mountain West 2021 rushing leader Brian Roberts gets 114 yards on eight carries. That's insane. On eight carries. On eight carries. Listen to these other running back stats. Eldridge the third, eight carries, 85 yards. Johnson, Mm. one carry, 80 yards. Kinnamon, two carries, 77 yards. Wow. That's pretty good. So Air Force does what they do best and run the ball 55 times and dominate. Northern so it's safe Iowa. to say if you stop Air, Air Force's running game, you're in good shape and you have a chance to win. Pretty much, but I don't know if CU can do that. CSU. CU. Oh, yeah, that's – yeah. Well, hey, yeah, see, you can get – well, whoops. Hey, maybe they'll put up over 600 in no, the buffs. CU is going to get whooped. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Probably. Oh, God, last Colorado team. Last Colorado team. Woo! Colorado Rockies continue to struggle. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Let me just give you last week. Wins – they lose three out of four to the Mets in Queens, two out of three to the Braves. And then lose to the Reds last night. As I said in the open, they're 17 and a half games back in the wild card. They're 20 and 45 on the road. Eric, and they are 21 games below 500, 56 and 77. And they're 36 and 32 at home. It's just not good, man. And Mm. I'm going to be the Diamondbacks fan here. They're calling up all their young stars. And they're winning. They're fun to watch. They've got this guy, Corbin Carroll. He went from first to third on a double down the line. By the time the left fielder got to the ball, he was already halfway home. 
It was unbelievable, this guy's speed. The Rockies don't have anything going for them. They're boring. They suck. They're going to finish last, and they're not even going to come close to finishing fourth. Kyle Freeland leads the team with seven wins. Seven. It's atrocious. And he leads the team with the best ERA, Eric, and it's almost at five. I mean, Mm. that leads the team. That's bad. Ladies and gentlemen. Colorado this, Rockies. This team is bad. They play the Reds. They play the Brewers. Oh, look, then they play your Diamondbacks, White Sox, Cubs, and then they just get in the division where they're going to get whooped. It's just – Eric, does this team lose 100 games this year? They're, they're 23 games away from hitting it. No, but they're going to get – they're going to lose 94. They're going to lose a lot. And what was how many games back did you say they were? Twenty-one games below five hundred. Fifty oh, below five hundred. Thirty-five games out of first place. <laughs> the Giants are in second to last. They're fourth. They're twenty-seven and a half. Mm. At least beat out the Giants. Try to. They're not going to, but try. Just try. It ain't happening. No, it's not. Let's move on to stats of the week, Derek. You said you have a couple. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Man, poor uh, really, we're just bashing our Colorado it's, teams. It's man. not our fault, it's their job to make to entertain us, correct? Yeah, and the Rockies and they're aren't not doing that, no, no, because they're, they're just trash. All right, I got three hockey stats here that probably are unbeatable records. I like hockey stats, lay them on me. First one. The New York Islanders hold the record for most consecutive playoff series wins, Eric, with 19. Fun. That's good. (laughs) Timu Solani holds the record for most goals scored as a rookie with 76. Jeez. And look at this. Bill Mozenko holds the record for the fastest hat trick ever, scoring three goals in 21 Second. Wow. That's those won't be touched, I think. No. And real quick, look at this. This is the top eight quarterbacks with the most 300 yard passing games in NFL history. Dan Marino, 63. Ben Roethlisberger, 68. Here you go. You can say it. Aaron Rodgers was 69. Go ahead and say it. Nice. Peyton Manning with 93. Tom Brady is second with 108. You know who number one is, Eric? No, I don't. Drew Brees with 123 mm. games. That's pretty good. And real quick, another, another this is another stat about Drew Brees. In NFL history, there has been seven seven quarterbacks that have thrown for 5,000 yards. Drew Brees has done it five times by himself. Yeah, he's, he was pretty good. <laughs> he was pretty good. He oh, was, here you uh, go. Pretty, pretty good. Real quick, uh, the Browns have not run a, won a week one road game since 1994. Their head, wow. coach, their head coach was Bill Belichick. Oh, hey. How about that? And they haven't Ooh, run a thunk. And they haven't run a road game since then. And the last one, this is entertaining. In 2014, Andy Dalton had more 
touchdown catches than every Chiefs wide receiver. God. Andy Dalton had one receiving touchdown in 2014. The Chiefs had none because none of their receivers caught one. That's pretty bad. Yeah, they were not a good team that year. And yep, that's that's all the stats I got for this. All right, week. my first stat, Derek, is more of a game. I want to play a game with you here. I'm going to say who's going to have more wins this season between a college team and an NFL team. Oh, God. First one, Jacksonville Jaguars or Florida State? Florida State. Okay. Arizona Cardinals or Texas A&M? Oh, I think A&M. With Kingsbury's history, hey, come the second half of the season, they're going to struggle. Dallas Cowboys or Texas Longhorns? Oh, the Cowboys, I think. Dallas Cowboys or Clemson? I think that the was Cow- tough. I think the Cowboys, because Clemson's been struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. especially last year. They really were not that good. All right. So keeping in mind the most wins a college team could have is just 12 or 13? Uh, 12. Alabama or Buffalo Bills? Man. I think it's a push. I, I think, think it's a have 12. Uh, I think so too, because Buffalo is going to be good. And Alabama is just, I hate to say it, Alabama. They still got Nick Saban, so they're going to be good. And not oh, to mention, uh, they still have the Heisman Trophy winner coming back, Bryce Petty. So they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're going to be good. Oh, yeah. All right. I've got a couple of NFL top 100 lists. So, you know, they got the list that comes out every year. It's voted by the players and it's always wrong. So pretty much. But I've got a fun stat. In the top 10, there was only one five star recruit coming out of high school recruit coming out of high school. Who was that player? Do you need the top 10? Sure. I didn't pull it up. (laughs) I didn't pull it up. (laughs) <laughs> I mean Aaron Donald in the top 10 he was but he was not a five star recruit because people said he was short so top oh, 10 prove that wrong. from 10 to 1 Travis Kelsey was number 10 Jalen Ramsey number 9 mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes 8 Devontae Adams 7 TJ Watt 6 Jonathan Taylor 5 Cooper Cup 4 should be higher Aaron Rodgers, three, should be lower. I'm just kidding. Um, Aaron Donald, two. And Tom is probably getting a divorce Brady, number one. Yeah, how about that, man? That news coming out. Okay, first of all, first, okay. We're going to pump the brakes. Tom Brady missed 10 days of training camp because people were suspecting he was on the mass singer, he was on vacation, what have you comes out that it's probably that Giselle left for Costa Rica without him Uh and he was trying to figure that out marital issues Yeah. what the hell did you expect (laughs) you went into the offseason saying baby I'm calling it I'm calling it quits the helmet and cleats are going on the wall two seconds later you go gotcha I'm going back to play football because I don't like my family. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have swore there. 
It's okay. That's why we got the beep. <laughs> but what did you expect, Brady? Gotcha. I'm sorry. I oh. have no sympathy for Tom Brady in this point. This no, I don't. My life. You made the choice. Go away. Enjoy your family. Do it, dude. She she's come out on national television. Was it Ellen? Was it yeah. Good Morning America? Good what Morning Football? It? Whatever the hell it was. What are those? Come, yeah. Comes out and says he's had multiple concussions and they haven't reported them. Mm-hmm. I want him to come home. And he's like, ha play football another 50 years. Maybe he will play until he's 50. You've got kids. One of them's about to graduate high school. Go be with your family. Dude, you've made enough money in your career. And Eric, he's got nothing else to prove. His wife is Janelle. You're married to what she says. You're married to a model. Oh my God, I hate people. Now I'm pissed. Go get my stats in the way. I didn't take water. <laughs> oh, all right, back to your stats then. Yes, there was one player in the top 10 who was a five star anyway, recruit. Jonathan Taylor, school. I was saying. Jonathan Taylor. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. He's the only one that was a five star recruit coming out of high school. I can see that. Dude's good. Mm hmm. Plus, the list is wrong anyway. Tom Brady's not number one. Anywho. No, he shouldn't be. It's Aaron Donald. Paul Cooper Cup. Could have been. They won the Super Bowl. Continuing on the worst top 100 players list of all time. They said Aaron Donald was too short. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Especially coming out of college, they said he's too short to be an NFL player. Yeah, let me he's, just go. He's only 6'1". Let me just push grown men around like kids and get us 12 back and prove you wrong. Yeah, it's no kidding. Oh, real quick. How about him coming out and saying, oh, it was only practice when he swung his helmet? We talked about it last week. What did they expect? Mm-hmm. And I no, mean, he, no sh- he shouldn't have done it. Nothing's coming as and no punishments coming his way, I was told too. So that's their decision. Yep. I don't necessarily love that either, but what you gonna do? Top 100 players again. Which team had the most players in the top 100, Derek? It's was the number is eight. Steelers. Nope, they only had two. Bengals. No, they only had third. They only they had four. Chiefs. Nope. Ravens. I don't even see the Chiefs on here. What the hell? Oh, they're right there. Three. Chiefs had three. Who was your other one? Ravens. No, they had three. How about your Rams? Close. They had six. Hmm. Mm, the Bucks. Nope, tied with the Rams. You were closer with the Rams. Man. Uh, no, not San Francisco. Thanks, Schwarzenegger. Chargers. Chargers had eight. I guess, yeah. Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Bosa. J.C. Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Derwin James. I guess they do have some talent out there in L.A. I think Mike Williams was on that list too. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Chargers were led the way with eight. Niners had seven. <laughs> Susie said, "Thank Arnold Schwarzenegger." Oh, Chargers go! <laughs> um, Rams, Cowboys, and Bucks all had six. And one, two, three, four, five teams had five. Name the four teams, Derek, that had none. Lions. Correct. 
That's sad. Amon St. Brown didn't even make it. He should have. No, he's not a top 100 player yet. So Lions is one. No, the Browns had Chubb or Garrett, I'm sure. Um, The Browns had five. Panthers. Close. They had one. Damn. Falcons. Falcons had two. Damn it. Texans, Jaguars. Texans and Jags, yes. Okay. Um, And the last team. The Bears. The Jets. Oh, the Lonely Jets. Bears had three. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a college football stat. Mm-hmm. The so speaking of which, we didn't. We we will recap this a little bit. Nebraska sucks. By the way, <laughs> oh they're bad. Yeah, we'll do this after stats. The, the Nebraska Cornhuskers under Scott Frost have played in twenty six one score games, and I think he's been there for five years. Yes. They're five and twenty-one in those twenty-six games. Can't close that deal, man. They can't That's do it. That's pathetic. Mm. They can All hold right. the lead and then they just Yep. Who in the NFL leads the way with the most consecutive playoff appearances? Patriots. The Chiefs. Current. I meant to say current. Oh, right. current. Yeah, I'd say the Chiefs since since they've been really rolling the last few years. Seven straight seasons of playoffs for the Chiefs. It's pretty good. Three teams are tied at three straight seasons with Bills, Packers, and Titans. And Mm. three teams are tied with two at Steelers, Rams, and Buccaneers. That's it. Damn. Thought that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, NFC North Division titles, Derek. Who is leading the way? Packers. No. Bears. Second with 18. No. They're, they're third with the 11. Vikings. The Vikings have had 20 NFC North Division titles. The Lions Pack- have had what? One? Three. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Probably none of the last 50 years. Yep. NFC West Division leaders. The top two teams are running away with this, by the way. Who are the top two division winners in the NFC West all time? Niners and Rams. Correct. Who's first? Niners. Correct. 20 division wins, followed by the Rams at 16. Uh The Cardinals and Seahawks don't even have that combined. The Rams combined. Nine division wins for the Seahawks. Three for the Cardinals. Ooh. Trash. It's going to stay at three, too, I think, until they get And the Cardinals, they did it in 2015 and haven't come close since. They did last year, I should say. but Kurt Warner, yep, and they had Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner? No, no, 2015 was Bruce Arians and Carson Palmer. Oh, that's right, yep, Carson Palmer, yeah. All right, Derek. God, I forgot Carson Palmer played for him for a few years, and he actually was pretty bad. He actually wasn't bad. He was good for one year, but that was really it. Mm -hmm. Um. AFC to South Division winners since 2012. Who is – I'm going to ask a couple questions. Who has won the division the most since 2012? Colts. Nope. Titans. Nope. Texans. Since 2012. Wow. Texans have won wow. it five times. They won it in 2012, 2015, 16, 18, and 19. I guess they had Deshaun there then. 
The Colts haven't won it since 2014. Yeah, I guess they had Matt Schaub and then they got Sean Watson after that. Yeah. So they were pretty good. So that one kind of surprised me. I didn't know the Texans had won it that much. You always think of the Texans and they're like, oh, they're trash. Well, now they are, yeah. Well, now they are trash, yes. <laughs> All right, Derek. NFL team seasons without a playoff win. Yes. Who has the who has the most seasons without a playoff win consecutive? The Lions. Correct. 30 years. Mm. Who's second? Jets. No. <laughs> They've got 11 seasons. You're close with Jets. Same division. Dolphins. 21 years since the Dolphins have won a playoff game. 21? Mm-hmm. They haven't won since 2001? Mm-hmm. Wow. They've made it to the postseason, but they haven't won. Man. Oh, Raiders are third with 19. Followed by Washington at 16, Jets at 11, tied with the Bears at 11. The Jets, or excuse me, the Giants have not won a playoff game in 10 years since they How about won the those Super Cowboys? Game. Cowboys got to be on there. No, they won uh, two years, oh, that, two, oh, three that, years ago. That's right. There's three teams tied with six. Can you? They just haven't been to a championship game. Correct. This is they, the stat that I was just going to do. What? That you're doing seasons right now. Six, yes. There's three teams with six: Panthers, Cardinals, and Broncos. Damn Broncos! Moving Ram, on. Of course, your Rams aren't on that list. Ah, because you know why? Oh God! Rams. <laughs> Super Bowl champs. Yeah. All right, Derek. This one's going to be a little bit of a long one here. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the list of the 2002 starting quarterbacks in the NFC and AFC? 2002? Yeah. Oh, boy. Panthers starting quarterback, Rodney Peaty. I remember him, Rodney Peet, yeah. Rodney Peet, excuse me. Falcons, Michael Vick. Of course. Saints, you remember this guy, Aaron Brooks? Aaron Brooks, Brooks. yeah. And Buccaneers was Brad Johnson. Mm-hmm. Can you name the Cowboys? Oh, God. Was that uh, – his name was Carter? Chad Hutchinson. Oh my God! I have no idea who that is. The Giants was Kerry Collins. <laughs> oh, I remember him. Uh, Donovan McNabb for the Eagles, of course, and Shane Matthews for the Redskins. He was bad. Can you name the Cardinals' starting quarterback in two thousand two? Oh my God! Wasn't that Plummer? It was Jake Plummer. Old Plummer's crack. Yeah, that's why I called him. Plummer was good. I liked Plummer. He was good. Um, can you name the Rams? Oh, God. Trying uh, No, Trent Green? Mark Bolger. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. All Mark Bolger. Niners? Tim Rattay. Jeff Garcia. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him. Seahawks. Took him, took him to a Super Bowl. Not oh, that yeah. Matt Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck, yep. Bears, that. you're not going to get Jim Miller. Ugh. Lions. Joey Harrington. Correct. And then Brett Favre and the Vikings. Remember this guy, Dante Culpepper? He was good. He was good, just couldn't get anywhere. All right, into the AFC. Texans. Oh, that was Derek Carr. David. 
David, sorry, his brother. David. Derek, Derek's yeah. the Raiders one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colts with Peyton Manning. Of course. Jags. Byron Leftwich? No, Mark Brunel. Leftwich was later. Oh, that's right. I forgot. The lefty. Mark Brunel, the lefty. I forgot he played that long, yeah. Texans was RIP Steve McNair. Mm. Bills. In 2002? Yes. Oh, God, was it J.P. Lossman? No, Drew Bledsoe. Oh, that's right. Dolphins was Jay Fielder. Oh, God, he was bad. Mm-hmm. Jets. Jeez. Uh, Vinny Testaverde. No, I think he's a little older than that. Uh, Chad Pennington. Oh, that's right, yeah. Patriots was this guy called Tom Divorce Brady. <laughs> that's your new name you're calling? <laughs> yes. Some guy named Brady that was just getting his career started. Yeah. All right. Broncos. It's 2002. Was that all Greaseball? It was Brian Greasy. Yeah. Well, all right. Greasy. I'm going to hurry this up. Uh, Chiefs, Trent Green. Trent Green. There he is. Yeah. Drew Brees for the Chargers. Rich wow. Gannon for the Raiders. One MVP that year, I believe. Yep. And that's when they got trounced by the Bucks. This guy I've never heard of. Jeff Blake for the Ravens. Oh God. John Kitna for the Browns or for the Bengals. Bengals. Tim Couch for the Browns. Oh God. And Tommy Maddox for the Steelers. Tommy Maddox and Tim Couch. Stroll it's a different time, dude. Lane. I saw that the other day. I was like, oh my God. Stroll down memory lane. Um, fun fact for the Steelers, they do not leave the Eastern time zone this year. I saw that. Their away games are Bengals, Browns. Bills, Dolphins, Eagles, Colts, Falcons, Panthers, Ravens. Mm. So, least travel team for you there. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm going to float. I'm going to toot the horn of the Broncos for a little bit. Since the All Star break, the Diamondbacks have a one pitcher with a .8 earn run average, and another one with a 1.8 earn run average. Zach Gallon with the .8 and. Merrill Kelly with the 1.8 earn run average ranked first and third in the major leagues. And coming off that set, pitcher of the month was Zach Gallon of August. He went 5 and 0 with a 0.68 earn run average in 40 innings pitched. Damn. Get this 10 walks, 44 strikeouts. Damn. It's pretty good. And the Diamondbacks aren't over 500. Correct. There you go. They're better than the Rockies. All right. Sorry, that was a little long-winded stats of the week, but uh, I got nothing else. I, I, I got nothing else either. Oh, wait, I got one. Oh, boy. Utah State opened the season up against UConn before heading into number one Alabama next week. Mm-hmm. So they play them now. Caesar Sportsbook had the Aggies at a minus 26 and a half point favorites. Oh my God. And 39 and a half point underdogs to Alabama. <laughs> a 66 point swing is the largest for any team playing consecutive FBS opponents since 1999. Wow. What a huge swing, man, from one week huge. to the next. Oh, yeah. Here's the other one Scott Frost sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll no do problem. it. Let's move into uh, Scott Frost sucks again. Um, college football. Yeah. College football. Nebraska sucks. I think that's all. Wow. Oh, there's some good games going on right now. Um, yeah. Let's let's pull them up. Uh, 
first of all, the big matchups were Oregon, number 11, Oregon playing number three, Georgia. Oh, man. What a Georgia is currently up 49 to three with a minute 22 in that game. Man. Um, The other game that's actually, I'm going to pull it up on my phone while we're finishing this up. Uh, Cincinnati at Arkansas headed into the fourth quarter. It's a seven point game, 24, 17, Arkansas, Cincinnati's ranked 23, Arkansas ranked 19, mm. uh, 13, 30 to go in the game. That's yeah. a fun one. That's why I'm pulling that up on my phone. We're I'm keeping a 10 on that one. Uh, um, yeah. Tonight should be a good one. The evening game on ABC, number five, Notre Dame at number yes. two, Ohio state. Uh, it should it could be a good game. I think Ohio State's blowing them out. I think so too. <laughs> I mean, I apologize, but Notre Dame. Notre Dame. What about Notre Dame? You hit the mute button. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, an ad popped up on my phone. Oh, I don't okay. think Notre Dame's that good. No. Hey, how about real quick? Uh, Miami is up sixty-three to thirteen on. Bethane. Cool. Or Bethune. I'm sorry. Bethune? Yeah, Bethune is the name of the school. Eric, it's in these stats are just just one wild. game I want to keep a tab on. Utah, Florida. Number seven, Utah, Florida should be a fun one. Eric, real quick, total yards in the Miami Bethune game. Bethune has total offensive yards, 279. How many do you think the Hurricanes have? 293 for, for Hurricanes? Two, two, no, no, 279 Bethune has total oh. total offensive yards. What does Miami have? 650. 606. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma's currently up big on UTEP. No surprise there. Uh Ole Miss up big on Troy. As we said, though, man, Oregon is just what, – what's going on with them? How about this? Number 24, Houston, tied with UTSA going into – with five under five minutes to play in the game. Saw that. That's bad. Oh, Nick's from Oregon, man. What a crap. 21 to 37, 173, two picks. And is it Sam Bennett? Is that his name? Yeah. 25 of 31 for Georgia. 368 and two touchdowns. Stent, I, my bad. Stenson Bennett. Stenson. That's right. He always, he's some kind of cowboy Stenson. Dude, that um, guy is just tearing it up right now. By the way, Arkansas with the ball up seven, he just got sacked at the two-yard line, the quarterback did. Oof. And that was on first down. So right. I'm actually going to keep an eye. I think I think Cincinnati could pull this one out. This is a good game. And How about – Go ahead. I was just saying AM shut out Sam Houston 31 to nothing. So they go. AM's already what, got one win more than Dallas so far. What do you think about this Utah, Florida, Florida game? It could be good, but it could be a trap game because you know you never know with Florida. That's not an easy place to play. Well, in. I'm surprised they're unranked because they've got a really good QB, don't they? Yeah, they do. I'm pulling them up real quick to get his name so I'm not just talking nonsense here. Bamp, bamp. But they're going to be Anthony Richardson. Yeah, there you go. He's a he's a good he's a good runner and he's also a damn good passer. Um, I actually, quick. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida upsets them. 
So real quick, Florida has not lost an opening home game since 1989. Ooh, put money on Florida then. Since 1989, they haven't lost a whole season opener at home. Wow. Ooh, here was a fun one on Thursday. Oklahoma State, 58-44 over Central Michigan. And how about how about West Virginia blowing it against Pitt? Oh, yeah. They had the game in hand, and then Curtin Slovers, <laughs> the, the transfer from uh, USC. You got to talk like you're a fancy bottom-tooth guy, like Family Guy. Curtin Slovers. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially final. Georgia just won 49-3. Yeah. Unbelievable. I thought Oregon was going to put up some kind of a fight. But well, they did. Pac-12 Which... can't keep up with the SEC, man. Yeah. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, you better you, – you've been warned. It's gonna, it, could be, it could be a rough time for you going to the SEC. Um, another game coming up tonight uh, – Alabama, don't they play a crap opponent? Or are they doing that now? Yeah, they're getting their uh, – or no, we, you talked about it earlier in Stats of the Week, Utah State. That's right, Utah State. So, yeah, basically they're going to win. Well, and then Monday night, Clemson opens the season against Georgia Tech. Don't they do that every year? Pretty much. And last year, Clemson put up 70 points on them or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's yeah, the game to watch out for tonight is definitely the one you mentioned Derek it's it's loading it's loading it's loading mention it again please uh, Notre Dame Ohio State Notre Dame Ohio State yeah sorry that was terrible real quick Eric next and, uh, week also Utah Florida depending what happens on Monday number four Clemson is home next week against Furman who Furman and currently Clemson is favored by 44 and a half points. God. I just had to throw that out there. That's bad. That is bad. Furman. I don't even know where Furman's at. I I couldn't tell you to save my life. Man. Um, I got nothing else, but yeah, just. uh, I wanted to touch on UCLA. They were losing to Bowling Green, and people were posting at halftime, oh, UCLA not playing Bowling Green very well. Final 45-17 UCLA, all right? There you go. Let it go. They're fine. CU also plays UCLA this year, so there you go. Oh, good. So CU can lose another game. (laughs) Yes. Pretty much. So, All right, let's move it on. Oh, uh, college football playoffs up to 12 teams. Yeah, how about that? And they they did it to 2024, so another two years. So it will mm-hmm. go from four to twelve. Mm-hmm. So eight more teams will be added. That's that's a huge jump. That's a huge jump, but it, it just means more fun football at the end of the year. So more Cinderella teams like uh Cincinnati, so I'm to just say. Just about to say Cincinnati could come in and try and get some wins uh, there. Boise State, depending where they're at, they could possibly sneak into the top twelve and get in. Uh, Notre Dame possibly could. Oregon, if they show up. Okay, yeah, well, that, that might be gone now. Well, this year at well, least. What it means is that you can lose one or two games and still have a shot at the playoffs, which I mm-hmm. appreciate. So basically, they'll probably do what. One versus 12, two against 11, three and 10, and then down the from line like what, that. From what I heard is one and two get bye weeks. Mm, so the other 10 teams play. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's all set in stone, but I would guess that 
the uh, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, and maybe the Pac-12 mm-hmm. all get a spot and one through four. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't think they've announced it quite yet. But I think, like you said, in more Cinderella stories, Cincinnati can have a bigger shot at And not to mention, now that gambling is legal, when that happens, cha-ching. Uh-huh. Casinos and and those apps are going to be making so And that's why they're okay with cutting these contracts, these TV contracts. Because they're going to get the money back. Oh, they're gonna get it back when they when this betting and uh, everything happens. All you do you pay. really think ESPN's feelings are hurt right now that their contract is cut and they're they're gonna have to rework it for twenty twenty four? Hell they no! They don't care. They don't give it bleep. They don't they give a damn. Pile of bleep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they don't bleep and give a bleep. It's pile of bleep up to the bleep. Pretty much. Bleep. All right. Last. Last, last but one. not least. We are going to give you our NFL final previews. We're going to go through AFC, NFC. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? We have a predictor here. Fill out all the brackets for each team, who's winning, who's losing. Mm -hmm. We're just going to give you who we think the division winners are separate. Derek and I separate, just so Mm -hmm. you can kind of get a preview. Derek, AFC or NFC first? Uh, Let's go NFC. Let's go NFC. You pick the division at where you want to start. Uh, NFC North. I have the Packers winning the division at 12 and 5. Okay. Continue on. Uh, NFC South. Well, no, no, no. Full, full standings. For the whole division? Whole division, bro. Okay. Packers 12 and 5. Vikings 10 and 7. Lions 8 and 9. And the Bears at 3 and 14. <laughs> All right, so I have the same standings but different records. I have the Packers at 11 and 6. Okay. The reason I have them at that, I think if they play good offenses, they won't be able to keep up. Yeah. So, like, the Vikings week one. Oh, Arkansas just scored, by the way. Yep. Vikings week one. I don't think at the beginning of the season they'll be able to match the Vikings offensive output there I think once they play them at the very end of the season they'll the the defense will be able to dominate yes but like I do have them beating the Rams I I, I've been flip-flopping with the Titans game I think they can do it because I don't really believe in Tennessee's offense this year Mm -hmm. but like the Dolphins game late in the season I have them losing that one I think so too. But like the Bills, I don't think they beat the Bills in Buffalo. No. I have them going four and two in the division. So I do mm-hmm. have them winning the division 11 and six. Vikings, I have in second at nine and eight. Going four and two in the division, by the way, mm-hmm. sweeping the Bears because the Bears are terrible. But I don't have them in the playoffs. Like, uh, excuse me. I have the Lions going seven and 10. They're third in the division and the Bears at three and 14. Or All bears. right, Derek. Dog Bears. NFC South. Who yes. do you have winning the division? Uh, Bucks at 12 and 5. Agreed. The Saints second at 10 and 7. Okay. Panthers at 5 and 12. And the Lonely Falcons at 2 and 15. 
All right, so I do have the Falcons. I, I have the exact same stats you do, but except I have the Saints going 11 and 6, Panthers 5 and 12, and the Falcons at 3 and 14. I just gave them an extra real, real quick. The Falcons have Kyle Pitts and Drake London as their offensive like weapons. And other than that, they have nobody else. And their defense is atrocious besides their corner, Terrell. Yeah, I think they, I think uh, Corderell Patterson is someone you're forgetting about. I think he'd yeah. be a good running back. He'll be a good running back, but. That guy can't help you win games, though. No, I have them winning, like beating the Browns at home. I have them beating the Panthers. Um, but that's about it. The Steelers, I do have them beating the Steelers. But that's about it. Um, Bucks, I agree with you at 12 and 5. Saints, I gave the extra win just because of their schedule. I think they could get one. Like I have them beating some good teams at home, like Ravens and Rams. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's when they get on the road, like the 49ers, I think they lose that game because I don't trust James Winston against good defenses. So you throw a pick or a, few, or a couple. He's, he's going to throw a good handful. Um, I do think the Saints improve. I'd like, I do have the Bucks winning at 12 and 5 as well. All right. Into the NFC East. I'll start with this one. I have a tie at the top. Cowboys and Eagles both 10 and 7, but the Cowboys have the tiebreaker for the division win. Mm. Okay. And, I, and then I have Washington at 8 and 9, and the Giants at 5 and 12. Cowboys go 4 and 2 in the division. Eagles and Washington both go 3 and 3, and Giants 2 and 4. I have them losing both games to the Cowboys. I have the Eagles at 11 and 6, Dallas at 9 and 8, Washington at 7 and 10. And- the lonely giants at four and 13. Okay. I'm confused with the Eagles a little bit. I think they could win 11, but their schedule sucks. It does suck, but I just think that with the offensive talent and the defense, I think, I think they'll, they could gel and they'll be good. I I just, I just think they'll be good. I don't think their defense is that good in the back end. No, not in the back end. No, but their front four is pretty good. Decent, even though it's old. Teams like the Saints, Cardinals, Vikings really aren't appealing for the Eagles. Because mm. I just think they're going to get thrown all over on this year. Mm. But I do have them beating. I have, like, obviously sw- uh, swapping with the Cowboys. The Steelers haven't won in, in Philadelphia since Stone Ages, so I have them winning that game. <laughs> Stone Ages. I do have them beating the Packers, but teams like the Colts and Titans and Saints, I have them losing to. I just don't think that that they're as good of a team as those ones. And the Cowboys are the Cowboys, and they're not going to beat great teams in the NFC. Like I have them losing to the Bucks and the Rams and the Packers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have them beating the Vikings, but like losing to the Titans, I don't think they have the defense to keep Derrick Henry under wraps. Yeah. Um, and then divisional games with Washington, I think that's not going to be easy. Yeah. I could see either team going 11 and six, but I think 10 and seven is kind of the sweet spot where they end up. Yeah. Uh, NFC West. I have the Rams winning it at a thousand and Oh, I have them winning at 12 and five followed by the Niners at 10 and seven Cardinals missing the playoffs and going nine and eight and the Seahawks going five and 12 Rams go four and two in the division. Niners three and two. Cardinals surprisingly go four and two in the division as well. And the Seahawks at one and five. I got the Rams winning at 12 and five. Five, and one, five and one in the division. Oh. Niner, 
Niners, I think, at nine and eight, going four and two in the division. The Cardinals at seven and ten, going yep. three and three in the division. And the Lonely Seahawks at three and fourteen and going zero oh and six. <laughs> yeah, the- Drew Locke and Geno Smith—they're going to be bad. They're going to be really, really bad. So I, I do not trust. I actually, I, I done did messed up and I forgot to select the Seahawks for the Cardinals win. Mm. So I think they split with the cards. So I have the Cardinals going three and three. Now it switches them to eight and nine. Okay, um, I, I agree with you with the Niners. I think their defense is good enough to give them the extra. You had them nine and eight, right? Yeah. I think their defense could carry them to another win, but like the game against the saints, that's not easy. That's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough, a tough game. Oh yeah. Can they beat the Rams twice again? I mean, favors or fortunes on their side from the last two year history, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, but you know, they're, they're, they benefit from an easy schedule to start. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, it all depends on Trey Lance, dude. Can he yeah, be what, that good? Well, yeah. What's he going to look like? What's he going to do? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. nobody really knows right now. So, Derek, if you could switch over to the conference for the NFC for me. Mm -hmm. Give me one through seven. Uh, Packers, number one. Tampa Bay, number two. The Eagles, number four. The Saints, number five. The Niners squeaking in at number six. And the Vikings squeaking in at number seven. So you don't have the Cowboys in at all? No, I just, I don't know. I just don't believe in them. Did I totally forget to get your A and NFC East standings? NFC East? No. No. I, 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 I gave them Oh, that's right. You said 11 and 6 for the Eagles. Yeah, I got them all. All right. So I have the Rams at the number one seed just because they're tied with the Bucks at 12 and 5, and they own the tiebreaker in how I fill this out. Mm. So Rams at the number one seed at 12 and 5, 8 and 4 in the conference. Uh, Bucks at the number two seed at 12 and 5, 9 and 3 in the conference. Packers at three at 11 and six, just because I don't think their offense is going to be as potent this year at eight and four yeah. Cowboys, unfortunately in the number four spot, but they'll lose their first playoff game. So it doesn't matter at 10 and seven uh, saints at five at 11 and six Niners at six at 10 and seven and the Eagles at seven at 10 and seven. So very similar. I think you just don't have the Cowboys in, right? I do not. Nope. I have them on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Who is your you have who are your wildcard teams? Saints, Niners, and no, the Niners and Vikings. Vikings, okay. Yeah. Could happen. It Very could. well could. Um, I on the fringe, I do have the Vikings at nine and eight sitting there with the Cardinals, the Cardinals and the Washington AFC, eight and nine. AFC is just brutal. Yeah, let's, let's start it off. We'll do the north again. Uh, AFC North, I'll kick things off. I have the Ravens winning it at 12 and 5, mm. going 3 and 3 in division. Uh, Bengals sneak in the number two spot at 11 and 6 with a 4 and 2 division record. Uh, Steelers, I have for the first time finishing under 500 under Mike Tomlin at 8 and 9. I just wow. don't like I don't like their quarterback situation. Yeah, that's... I do have them going 3 and 3 in the division. And the most hated team in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns, I have going at, I have them going five and twelve. Wow. I really don't like their situation without Deshaun Watson. And I really don't like Deshaun Watson, so screw him. Yeah. 
Um, I have, I have them the, going two and four in the division. Sorry. I have the Ravens winning the division at 11 and six. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Bengals and Steelers each tied at 10 and seven. Gotcha. And then I have the, and then I have the Browns going six and 11. Okay. And the Bengals, Ravens, and Steelers all go four and two in the division, and the Browns go one and five. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest, that's not gonna happen. No, but um, I have the Ravens and uh, Steelers splitting because that seems to happen every single year. Mm-hmm. The two of them always split, and then I have the Bengals also splitting with both of them too. Okay. Um. I'm curious mm-hmm. with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Who do you have them beating to go 10 and 7? Uh, well, I mean, I have them losing week one to the Bengals. I do too. Uh, but I have them beating the Patriots week two at home. Agreed. Uh, let's see. I have them losing to the Dolphins and the, and the Eagles back to back. Okay. Uh, the Bengals and the Saints at home, I have them winning. And then the Colts, and but then they go the week 14 against the Ravens, I have them winning that game. And then in week 17, I have the Ravens winning. Okay. So they get their typical wins, I think, that they have in here. Yeah, but they always lose the crap game. They yeah. always do. And I'm telling you, it's going to be Falcons or Panthers. Yeah, and that's it's going to be. I do have week 13, the Falcons beating them. So that's mm-hmm. where I think they slip. I, I actually have them losing to both of those guys, by the way. Bofa. Bofa. That's right. Bofa. Like, I have them losing to the Colts. I don't think they're as good as the Colts. Not no, I have, them losing, I have them losing to the Colts, too. Yeah. Um, I have them beating the Dolphins because I don't trust the Dolphins' offense quite yet. And against that Steelers pass rush, look out. Oh, yeah. Um, but okay, I could see him going ten and seven, and I filled this out before having them ten and seven. But filling it out this time, I was just like, man, I do not trust this team. Eric, fifteen years, Mike Tomlin's ever had a losing season. I think that continues. Dude is a damn good coach. Something's gonna snap eventually. By the way, Cincinnati just put another touchdown on the board. It is back to a seven-point game, 31-24 with six minutes remaining in that game. Dun dun dun. dun. Um, All right, what division next? Let's we did north, let's go south. Okay. AFC South. I have the Indianapolis Colts winning the division since 2014 at 11 and 6, followed by the Titans at 10 and 7, Jags at 4 and 13 and the Texans at 4 and 13. By the way, Colts and Titans 4 and 2 in the division, Jags 3 and 3 and the Texans 1 and 5. <laughs> I have the Titans winning the division at 11 and 6, the Colts at 10 and 7, and then the Jaguars at 4 and 13, and the Lonely Texans at 3 and 14. Okay. Uh, Why Titans? I feel like whenever Uh, we talk about the Titans, it's not positive. I just think Ryan Tannehill will ride the wave and he'll play decent in the regular season. Then come the postseason, he chokes. But they have Derrick Henry, and I think if you feed that guy the ball, he's. I think he just. He'll, I think he'll be healthy and he'll have a good year. But see, I am under the opinion that Derrick Henry won't stay healthy all season. Not that I want him to be injured. I just don't think they that he can. And with the lack of weapons, 
I don't know who the hell Tannehill's going to throw the ball to. Austin Hooper? No. <laughs> um, Maybe. Now, it, I think it comes down to this last week of the season against Jacksonville. Yes. If they beat Jacksonville, they would win the division for me and be tied with the Colts, but own the tiebreaker. But I have them losing to Jacksonville that last week. I could see that. So, um, by the way, the Titans at 10 and 7 are the eighth team in the AFC for me, missing the postseason. Wow. So, fun fact. All right, Derek. Um, so, you think the Titans win. I think the Colts win. Mm-hmm. AFC East. This one is the Bills division to lose. Mm-hmm. What do you have the Bills winning the division at? I have the Bills going 12 and 5. I have the Patriots going 10 and 7, the Dolphins at 9 and 8, and the Jets at 3 and 14. Okay. I have the Bills at 12 and 5 as well, 4 and 2 in the division. I have the Patriots and Dolphins both going 8 and 9. I do not Ofa. like I do not like the Dolphins defense anymore. I don't like the Patriots team at all. They're just mm. well coached. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Jets are just the Jets. The Jets are just the Jets. I think the lack of paying people on defense and offense for the Patriots is going Ooh, to finally catch yeah. up to them. Oh, and yeah. they're going to have to start paying people. And I think Mac Jones has a sophomore slump. He could. Uh, did I say I have the Jets at 4 and 13? <laughs> the Jets are going 4 and 13. Um, sorry new york both your teams are not they they just you're gonna get nine wins combined for two teams yeah um so yeah bill's division is going to it's theirs to lose i do have them struggling to start this season Mm. i have them starting one and three ouch but then they go one two three four five six seven in a row so which they very well could do. They very well could. They have a pancake schedule. Yeah. Actually, it's not pancake. They're just that good. Um, the Bills that scares me is that front seven, man. That's the only thing that I could see them holding them back. Mm-hmm. And maybe Josh Allen takes a step back. Maybe the running game takes a step forward so he doesn't have to be as good. Possibly. So, all right. And finally, AFC. West. Nobody has a losing record in this division for me. I agree. I hate to say it. The Chiefs win it at 12 and 5. Agreed. Uh, Green Char- the division. The Chargers at 11 and 6. Okay. And then the Broncos and the Raiders each at 10 and 7. And I have every single team at 3 and 3 in the division because this so division as- is going to be brutal. I do as well. I do have the Chiefs and Chargers tied at 12 and 5, but the Chiefs winning the last matchup, so they get the tiebreaker and win the division. Go um, Chargers, go. Go Chargers, go. I have the Raiders in third <laughs> at 11 and 6. Their defense does scare me, though. Like, scare mm-hmm. me as in, what you going to get? Seriously. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But their offense is going to keep up with teams, which is going to keep them in games. And I have the Broncos at 10 and 7 in fourth which is really bizarre to say. Seriously. Now, the one team that I think you could be the wild card there is the Raiders. I have no idea what's going to happen with them. No mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. They could be 11 and 6. They could be 10, 7 and 10. Mm-hmm. That's how interesting they are. But 
One through seven, Derek, who do you have in the AFC? Uh, Chiefs at one, Bills at two, Titans at three, Ravens at four, Patriots at five, Chargers at six, and at number seven, the Broncos sneaking in. <laughs> okay. But get this. I have the Bengals, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Bills, or, and the Dolphins, all at 10 and seven, all missing postseason. <laughs> all right. So I only have nine teams over 500. The two teams that miss that are f- over 500 are the Broncos and Titans at 10 and seven. Ouch. I have – Number one, Ravens at nine and three in the conference, 12 and five, as I said. Bills at two, 12 and five, eight and four in the conference. Chiefs at 12 and five, seven and five in the conference. Colts at 11 and six, seven and five in the conference. They're number four. Chargers, number one wild card at 12 and five. Raiders, number six, second wild card, 11 and six. And the Bengals getting the last spot at 11 and six. All right. So, Derek. Mm hmm. Most important question of them all. <laughs> yes. Who do you have in the Super Bowl? I think it is time for Buffalo to get over that hump and they finally get back to the Super Bowl because this team, uh, they're good. And I think that their defense will be able to finally stop, have a couple pivotal stops, unlike they could do last year. But I think they make it. And from the NFC, I mean, I mean, I just think your Rams make it again, Eric. I just, I, I, I don't see anybody that Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and the, just that defense. I just, I don't see anybody slowing them down. So I think your Rams get back. I think it's the Bills and the Rams. I agree. I think it's Bills Rams Super Bowl. The one team that would scare me in the postseason is Tampa Bay, as always. Yeah, so it, which they could so make it could it be in, Bills yeah. Bucks. If it's mm-hmm. Bills Bucks, it's going to be a freaking Tom Brady Super Bowl win, dude. God, I hope not. I hope not. So, Bills Rams, I don't know who would win because that's a damn good football game. You'd have to wait and see how the season goes exactly. for a decided but winner, but just, that's my prediction. Yeah. yeah. Just as straight overall predictions, we have the Bills and Rams in the Super Bowl. I just, because like you said, the only other threat I see in the NFC is the Bucks. Because if the Bucks beat the Rams, the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. And if the Rams beat the Bucks, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. That's just how I see yeah. it. Because the Cowboys aren't sniffing the postseason. Or not sniff – they sniff the postseason, but they're not sniffing anywhere near a win. No. Jerry Jones can take that thought and think about it in the shower. <laughs> um, I, I think the Packers' lack of offensive weapons is really going to hurt them. Like, oh, really yeah. bad. Yeah. And because Sam, they think Sammy Watkins is the cure, that guy's going to give you six, seven no, games. And, He's going to be and, injured a lot. And I think the rookies will start to catch on later, Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson, but they're not going to be used early in the season. But you got Alan Lazard. and Lizard Lazard. I mean, Robert Tunyon. I mean, yeah, it's just – Coming off an team, ACL tear. This team is just – they're gonna win 11 games at least they're gonna be good but they're gonna they're gonna struggle and and that defense is damn good yeah but yeah their offense is not gonna be as good so Mm -hmm. all right well that is our season preview arkansas is about to ice this game by the way so but uh yeah we'll get ready for some college football nfl season starts next thursday by the way our next show will probably come out wednesday night in preview of the Thursday opener, 
Conveniently, we have the Thursday opener being Bills Rams and the season finale being Bills Rams. That would be a fun scenario. Wouldn't that be really fun? How about that? Those two teams start it and those two teams finish it. Could that happen. Would be fun. That would be a but, lot of but, fun. But let's just throw this out there. Next Thursday's game is going to be very good. That's going to be a good game. Should be a good game. Stafford versus Allen, it's, it's going to be good. Or a blowout Rams win 52 to nothing. Hey, you never know. Weird things happen in the NFL. You never know. That's true. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And who is the, who is, who is the guy you wanted to shout out? Jeff Chapman did. out in Iowa. Yep, we'll do it again. Thanks for listening, as always. And eat some corn for us, Jeff. Peace. That's all else you got. <laughs> Later.